Hey, good morning, everybody. Is it morning for you? I don't know. Don't care. Anyway, uh, it's morning for me. It's, it's pretty bright and early. Uh, like 5.30 in the morning right now. Uh, freshly caffeinated, so I'll probably sound crazy. But anyway, uh, hopefully I'm uh, doing okay. I uh, woke up this morning pretty early. Could not breathe through my face, through my nose. was all pretty clogged up and people have uh there have been some people around me with a cold so hopefully i'm not getting that but i don't know we'll see how that plays out drink plenty of emergency so we'll see see how that goes but uh how are you feeling you getting through this the winter here um oh god i also played rain golf for three hours yesterday so that maybe that wasn't that that could contribute um Got to the golf course with some friends at like 7.30 in the morning, and it was raining in Pleasanton, and uh, it rained. We were out there till 10, so about two and a half hours. Uh, it rained the entire time. It, it cleared up like right when we finished <laughs> playing 18 holes, and it was a walking course too, so we didn't even have like carts to cover us. And uh, yeah, also I forgot my golf shoes, so I had to play in slip-on vans. <laughs> feet were soaked um it, it was a rough day but a lot of fun i love i love rain golf um golf golf is just fun it just even when you play like shit it's still it's still just it, it just teaches you everything it's all about the focus head down eye on the ball it's just you the club and the ball and you know don't think about all the obstacles the water the bunkers and all that shit you, you let all that shit get in your head how far you have to hit it how what do you have to do this and that you're you're fucked you're dead you'll be dead <laughs> you'll certainly top it or chunk it which i do plenty of and then but you have those moments where you just get focused head down eye on the ball and then everything goes great and that's good it's a good lesson um but yeah I don't know. I haven't done an episode in a couple of weeks because uh, I just didn't fucking feel like doing it last week. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really have an ex uh, an excuse for it. <laughs> there have been I've been doing this like eight nine months now. I think I don't know. Can't really remember exactly how long this has been going on. And there there's been some times where I didn't really feel like doing this. And uh, I usually no, oh, just fucking you, you, you committed. You made a commitment. You got to do it. You know, nobody cares, but, you know, I care. So I do it. So, uh, and I'll fight through it to, to varying degrees of results. Uh, but uh, last weekend, I, I didn't. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I just, I didn't really have anything I felt like talking about. Um, I could talk about all the shit that every other podcast is talking about. Talk about Joe Coy or fucking Cat Williams. They're, they're, they're all up in my algorithm. I don't know about yours, but... Uh, they're 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 they've, they've been they've been the news for me um which i'll probably will talk about that's that's probably where this is going but um because i do i do have some thoughts specifically on the joe coy the cat williams whatever uh i could briefly talk about that uh cat i i believe everything he said <laughs> the the man was throwing darts uh throwing everybody under the bus um yeah, I don't know. He he went at everybody. Cedric, Kevin Hart, fucking uh, the Santa Claus from Friday After Next. Fucking I don't know. And a lot of people. Oh, oh wait. The one thing I don't believe it seemed a little far fetched was Ludacris being in the Illuminati. That that seemed a little out there. I guess you never know. 
but really the move bitch guy he's <laughs> that dude that they, they let the illuminati let the move bitch guy in jeez anybody can get into that shit fuck might as well fucking put in my application i i, I want to know what's going on um but yeah i don't know uh uh let's see what what was some of his God, see though I'm doing all old news now. This is last week's news. I should have talked about this shit last week, and now I can't remember what happened. Oh, my favorite story was a uh, Harvey Weinstein tried to suck his dick. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, because uh, I it, it I I've chosen to believe everything he said because that's that's what I that's the world I want to live in. Um, but I, I do remember when all the Harvey Weinstein shit happened back in 2017. I was, you know, I didn't, I, it was like the Me Too movement. I, did, I didn't want to take away from the women, but, and I didn't have a podcast back then anyway. But um, I do remember in just shit talking with my friends uh, saying that like, you know, not to take anything away from the women, but I've, I've always just sort of assumed that everyone in Hollywood, um, like everyone, if you're a successful person in Hollywood, if you're at the fucking Oscars winning trophies, you've probably had an unwanted dick in your mouth. I just, you know, men and women, I, I'm pretty sure it happened to everybody. They got to get some dirt on you to get the fucking keys to the kingdom. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the, everybody's dead, had to do some shady shit to fucking to, to get into that world. Um, I just sort of that was just an assumed thing. That's just what we all I just, you know, we just sort of knew that it's just it was an unspoken thing of about the world of hollywood there's there's the whole casting couch obviously producers are doing shady shit to let people in i just that's just a thing and this that cat williams comment about harvey weinstein wanting to do stuff with dudes did confirm that for me i mean harvey weinstein is responsible for ben affleck and matt damon what do you think went on in that hotel room <laughs> <laughs> oh my god anyway it's just just saying you know to get goodwill hunting greenlit nothing against that movie but uh you know they they they, they did have to do some I'm, I'm, i think they had to do some work robin williams was outstanding in goodwill hunting i'll say that uh but uh if you if you want to uh see a great uh comedy bit about goodwill hunting uh go look up lewis ck goodwill hunting on youtube uh, <laughs> it's pretty good. I'm not going to quote it here. I'll fuck it up. But uh, he, uh, he, he did a pretty good bit about that, Matt Damon. Um, anyway, Cat, uh, my man Cat, uh, you know, throwing Hollywood under the bus. I never even heard of this podcast. And that, that, that episode, apparently, that, that, the man's shit's blowing up now. So good for him. And he knew he was going to do that. He, I think he said it in the podcast. He's like, oh, your shit's going to be wild tomorrow. I assure you. So, and he was right. He, he, he was definitely right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know much other than I can't speak too much. I, let's just say other than the ludicrous comment, which was a little ludicrous buzzing. Uh, but the, other than that, I believe everything he said, Kevin Hart fucking, you know, I, yeah. See, here's the thing about a plant. Isn't all, isn't everybody kind of a plant in a way? He's like, he's an industry plant. Like anybody who's successful in that world kind of becomes an industry plant once, once you sign the big deal with the, with the studios or the fucking the record labels or whatever, then they start marketing you to fucking be successful. 
I don't know. I don't, I, he, he said maybe people don't know what a plant is, and he's right. I don't think I know what a plant is, exactly what, what that means or why it's a good or bad thing. It's clearly used as like a negative thing, like, oh, you're, I don't know. Anyway, industry plants, I don't, I don't think I, I get that, and I'm not going to look it up because I don't really care. Um, however, uh, I believe you, Cat. I believe everything Cat Williams said. Um, let's see the other er, er, comedian who's, who's all up in the news was, uh, uh, Joe Coy, Joe Coy hosted a trophy show. One of those Hollywood's going to pat themselves on the back and give themselves trophies and put on clothes that don't put on really expensive clothes and jewelry that doesn't belong to them and parade themselves around and give themselves trophies and pat themselves on the back and be like oh my god we're amazing and give these speeches speeches about how us common folk are ruining the planet yay and uh they always gotta (laughs) bring a comedian into this situation to throw them under the bus basically make them the fall guy and uh the clickbait so the clickbait media can fucking you know pretty much make the news story because here's the thing does anybody even know these award shows are even happening until the next day anymore award shows used to be a thing like i i i'm guilty of i used to like i never watched the oscars or any of those like stuffy ones but like i watched the vmas when i was a kid you know because they it was a parody of an award show back then it was kind of making fun of how like how seriously they take themselves but then over time vma started taking itself very seriously it, it turned it turned into the thing it was making fun of um but uh yeah so but i i did watch we used to care about this shit as a society with this actually was like news like oh look who was wearing what and who won what award and this performance and blah 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 and it was all the talk of the town everybody would be talking about it the day after the award shows but now does anybody even give a shit anymore about these award shows i seriously don't even know they're happening until the next day when some comedian uh is getting slapped or you know is just roasting the fuck out of hollywood and nobody likes it um i just they they seriously it's like they bring the comedian in just to be the fall guy for for these things just so the clickbait media can make a news story out of like hey so and so brought it came in told these jokes and yeah um and did this speech because that's always what the news stories are at least in my personal algorithm i don't know about everybody else's shit my my, my, maybe it's just my algorithm is attuned to stand-up comedy and that's that's why that's what i see i don't know algorithms are weird everybody's is a little different um but it is uh it is yeah so anyway, Joe Coy was brought in. Uh, from what I understand, he was hired 10 days before the ceremony, uh, which I, I don't know the story behind that, why they were so unprepared. for. Uh, I, I, maybe nobody wanted to do it. Maybe somebody dropped out at the last minute and they, they had to make a move. Uh, and he took on the he took on the challenge. He's like, all right, let's go for it. And Joe Coy's, you know, he's the real deal. He's I'm I'm not the biggest. I don't know a lot of his stand up. I just remember him from like Chelsea lately and shit back in the day. Um, but you know, he he's you know he's paid his dues. He's been doing stand up comedy for decades. The guy can you know sell out arenas. He's not really like. I wouldn't go so far as say he's like a household name comedian, but he's he's up there. I mean, the guy can has i don't know how many specials out on netflix and you know he's 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 one of those guys in that top tier of stand-up comedy so he's he's paid his dues he's done his shit so 
he can certainly handle the job. Uh, but he gets brought in 10 days before the ceremony, which is no time to prepare. Um, he's basically got to go in there and do uh, rough draft jokes. <laughs> like you got, you got 10 days to write your monologue, practice it, rehearse it, and go do it on, uh, on TV in front of uh, all of Hollywood. Uh, it's a that's a high pressure situation, extremely nerve wracking. I couldn't handle it on any level, uh, obviously, because I'm not fucking. <laughs> I'm a failed open micer, so there's that. Uh, but I I can only imagine the nerves and all of that shit would go into a a situation like that. Um, but I mean, the guy's been on TV before. But anyway, um, so I mean, he's basically going in there with rough draft jokes. You don't even have time to work out the material. And to be on, on that note, actually, I don't even know how you work out those jokes. Like, cause that's the way jokes are done. You, you write them and then you go out and do them in front of people and they either laugh or don't laugh. And then you figure out what's funny and then you rework it and then you do it again. And jokes take, could take years, you know, at least you got to do a joke at least five or six times at best at the least to, before it actually starts taking its shape. So he didn't get to do that with any of these jokes. This, this is just uh, first draft, rough draft jokes. Uh, let's just go do it. Um, but I mean, it's award show. Award show jokes are generally pretty corny anyway. I mean, there's not, there shouldn't be too high of an expectation. Um, he was bombing up there, I guess, or I don't know. There was laughter from what I could tell. I, I, I didn't watch the thing, but of course the, the news thing came up about him, his shit. So I, I jumped on YouTube and, um and uh and watched his monologue it seemed fine for an award show monologue i don't know i don't know the really high expectations for those things um you know unless you're gonna fucking be like ricky gervais who went in there and he did it numerous times but of course his last round was a big was a big deal because he just went in there and roasted the fuck out of everybody in the room in a very don't give a fuck attitude and that's like the biggest difference right there between Ricky Gervais and Joe Coy is uh, Joe Coy wanted them to like him. And uh, Ricky Gervais didn't give a fuck. He was just going to go talk shit to their faces and, you know, basically knock them off their little pedestals. Because that's what those award shows are all about. It's all about like, oh, my God, look how amazing we are. We're so amazing. And he's like, yeah, you're not amazing. You're a bunch of fucking dirt bags. You fucking work for ISIS if you if they had a streaming service or whatever he said. He, he went in on him and he didn't care. And that's what he wanted to do. He made the room uncomfortable, but that's that was his goal. So he was fine. Joe Coy, on the other hand, would did want them to like him. Uh, it was obvious. Uh, the one thing he did that I didn't really care for, but I understand when you're in that situation in the moment and you're freaking out because things aren't going the way you want them to some shit's going to come out of your face and he did kind of he kept throwing the writers under the bus because he worked with some writers and he kept being like oh my jokes are getting laughs their jokes aren't and like he kept like making these little peppering in these excuses in between every joke uh yeah but i mean that's just that's just you know the the, the wonderful cocktail of uh ego and uh, bombing <laughs> the ego and the bombing mixed together just you know things things are going to happen um he uh he made a the, the one thing that was like the biggest news was the taylor swift joke which wasn't a particularly good joke uh it was just it was more of a joke about the nfl 
um because taylor swift is dating an nfl player i don't know his fucking name i don't know what team he plays for and i don't care but apparently she i did see you know clickbait shit about you know hey she goes to uh she goes to football games and they they cut away to her a lot like in between the which is pretty par for the course i've watched super bowls i don't really watch football but like i've watched super bowls and you know they're like oh look jay-z and fucking beyonce are eating a hot dog or some shit like <laughs> like it's kind of who cares but i get why they do it they're gonna show the celebrities in the audience that's just why why wouldn't you this little cutaway moments there's things that happen in between the plays and you just go hey look at that celebrities a celebrities here see this place is cool look we got celebrities so anyway they made he made some joke about that and they cut away to taylor swift and she takes a sip of her drink and then all of the clickbait media projects how unamused she was basically trying to stir up the swifties because the swifties will go crazy online and that's that's the whole game right let's just fucking let's Let's try to promote outrage. He made a joke. She took a sip of a drink. This is a nothing of a moment, but let's go ahead and turn it into a news story the next day. It's not Taylor Swift. It's not Joe Coy. It's the clickbait media making a big deal about nothing. That's what's going on here. Uh, and, you know, everybody then starts projecting what Taylor Swift is thinking in that moment or feeling and blah, blah, blah. And honestly, she's probably, when you get singled out in a crowded room, you get a little uncomfortable and you take a sip of your drink. That's all I saw, you know, and being that I am a newly recruited Swifty, I feel like I'm qualified to comment on this, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying is all, I don't know. I, 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 I did the deep dive on Taylor Swift. Uh, and I, I you know, I'm, I'll be honest with you. She's still playing in my car right now. It's been it's been weeks. Uh, Reputation and Lover, those albums are great. Obviously, 1989 is the quintessential Taylor Swift album. I know that, but it, most of it isn't for me. Although the song style is great, that that song is just dreamy disco pop perfection. It fucking gets. It'll just it'll have you dancing all day long. Um, but uh, yeah, Taylor Swift is good i'm i'm a i'm a lover of pop music anyway ever since you know i was seven years old and i got michael jackson's thriller i've been obsessed with pop music my whole life um so yeah i don't know i could go into like a whole taylor swift thing but uh most of her music isn't for me and i get that you know she does a lot of like you know some of those like feminist <laughs> songs the i'd be the man song is like all right like i get it pointing out the privilege of others and pointing out double standards it's fun i do it i do it i, I get it i get how it feels it, it's short-sighted and it, it doesn't make any sense really you're like oh no fair that's just kind of that's kind of what all that is uh but you know i'm guilty of it i i certainly point out hot girl privilege plenty in my life you know like do, do these bitches even know that drinks cost money i mean come on anyway um but yeah, so Joe Coy, I don't know. He did a perfectly fine job considering all, all things considered. It's a fucking corny ass show. And he, get, he went there and did a speech. He, he did a monologue. I don't know. I think it's just a clickbait media making a big deal about a nothing. You know, it's just you're, gonna, you're pretty much brought in to roast the biggest egomaniacs in the planet. And you just, I think his whole issue was his expectation. He wanted to do good. He wanted to win the room over because that's what he's used to. And he can do that. You put him in a comedy club, he's going to fucking kill. He's been doing it for decades. Hold on. But I don't know. So anyway, uh, I, 
it'll be it'll be fine and you know his name is in the zeitgeist now he's a he as far as fame is concerned if fame is his goal he he is more famous now so he got he got to be a part of the clickbait news cycle way to go joe coy you did it um yeah so anyway i'm gonna move on from that um let's see what 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 uh shows um i watched Saltburn uh on prime starring uh i don't know how to say his name uh barry keegan keoggin keoggin i don't know uh in the comic book movie world he's played some roles he's uh he was the cult leader in the eternals in the mcu and uh he also played that uh he wasn't in the movie much but the batman the robert pattinson matt reeves batman movie he was uh he's the new toxic avenger looking ass joker uh that i'm not too fond of i just i think the makeup was a little over the top but we'll see where they go with that but yeah obviously he was just a, a deleted scene and like a very um i don't know he was in one scene in the movie and then there was a del- anyway who cares um but anyway in this movie uh this movie was pretty good some real talented mr ripley vibes to it it's it's definitely it's its own movie but it is sort of this kind of like awkward uh outcasty kind of character kind of clings to this you know dashing popular guy and you know he's he's got the you know his, his his life of privilege and everyone loves him and blah 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 so he kind of obsesses over him and you know um i i you know i don't want to give it if you haven't seen it I don't, I don't like to give anything away but it is a good movie but there are some very uh strange scenes uh one of them involving bath water where you're like oh that was gross that you know that took a weird turn and then uh that scene becomes very tame with uh another scene with a graveyard uh <laughs> he does some pretty weird shit on 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 top of on on a grave uh i'll just say that that's all I'll, I'll say about it but uh you know don't don't watch that movie with kids in the room um that's that, that that's my recommendation but saltburn's pretty good um mm, 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 let's see there's a show oh there's there's been a couple marvel shows that i haven't talked about um there was what if they did nine episodes in nine days uh, last year uh, around Christmas time. Um, that sounds like it was a long time ago, but it was a couple weeks ago. Um, what if is fucking outstanding? It's it's animated. It's episodic. Um, I'm assuming you know what episodic means, but episodic just means it's uh, it's not a continuation show. It basically, it's uh, every episode has a beginning and an end. Every episode is its own thing like a, like like the simpsons or whatever it's it's episodic you know like the old sitcoms you don't have to know a ton of things you don't have to be attuned to the entire cinematic universe to understand what's going on um or you know as opposed to like a show like a, like breaking bad or sons of anarchy where you have to like start at the beginning and watch every single episode to have any idea what's going on um these sh- these episodes are they're fine in and of themselves uh what if is outstanding it's an animated show it's it's a multiverse thing but it's like i said it's its own thing you can watch it with knowing nothing about marvel and just enjoy it for what it is the animation is outstanding uh it's one of the best shows uh that they've done on disney plus by far um its only thing is it's not really that connected to the cinematic universe some people like that and some people don't uh the other marvel show that just happened is echo 
and it started out really good <laughs> but something happened it was only five episodes which that that's a weird number of episodes for a show uh so something happened there that's for sure i don't know what what what, what constraint is on that i'm that maybe it had something to do with their course correction and like would we just let's just edit the fuck out of this and just hammer it down to five episodes but the first three episodes are really good four and five just felt very rushed and yeah just kind of like like okay let's just wrap this up and move on um they and and they dropped the whole thing in one day which which didn't sound good because marvel usually does their shows on a weekly thing which is good i i kind of like that they did netflix does the let's drop the whole season in a day and disney plus and most other of the streaming service went with the weekly uh the weekly thing which is very good for a show if you think about it because it gives people time to talk about it talk about each episode if if the show is good and does well um it'll build it up a little more than just anyway um but what did i like about the show it was very it was much darker grittier it was more attuned and in the world of the those netflix series like the punisher and daredevil and daredevil makes an appearance in it um in this and it's more into that world and vincent d'onofrio's kingpin is fucking outstanding that you know vincent d'onofrio aka private pile is fucking outstanding in the role of kingpin and uh, i hope there there you, there's a lot of reports in marvel that they are building him up to be kind of the 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 villain the the thanos of the street level world of marvel um which is awesome but the only catch with that is uh so far he did all the netflix shows and then he did hawkeye and now he's done echo and he's not he's done nothing but lose the entire time so if you want the villain to be a threat he's gonna have to win every once in a while marvel i know you listen i know you're one of my eight listeners so go ahead and check that <laughs> go ahead and start writing that into the script kingpin's gonna have to start kicking some ass you know he puts up a good fight but he does oh he has a a hundred percent failure rate going so far um yeah the only thing i didn't like about the show is like i said it just felt very the ending felt very rushed um i did like that uh, the the ending uh was not a big cg extravaganza as marvel usually does they'll have like a very good movie and uh then all of a sudden there's just like like shang chi for example uh that was a very good father-son uh, story. It was good. I really enjoyed it. And then they do that, and the son wins. Spoiler alert for that movie that came out four years ago. Um, but the, you know, the son wins. They have their moment. And then all of a sudden, that's where the movie should end. And then all of a sudden, of course, a dragon shows up, and then they do a big CG fucking dragon fight because why not because it's a marvel movie and we have to do that at the end of the fucking movie <laughs> we got we got to just go over the top and just spend like you know 100 million dollars on this this final fight scene uh that was totally unnecessary to the story on any level the, the son could have just beat the father got the 10 rings and there's that um but anyway i digress it's marvel what are you gonna do um so yeah i don't know i like echo it i think it's a, good, a new direction that marvel is going as far as like the fight scenes were outstanding at least the, in the beginning it, it got kind of lame um but yeah i don't know 
I, I I think it was one of the better shows because they dropped it all in one day. I, I think I got sidetracked here, but because they dropped it all in one day, it made it seem like Marvel had no faith in the show and it was going to just be terrible, but it was actually pretty damn good. Maybe that expectation got lowered. Oh no, here comes the doom. Here comes the doom. Hide the mixer, hide everything. Um, Because of that expectation, it lowered the expectation. So maybe that's why it's <laughs> getting a much better report here hey doomer how are you you want some uh i don't know i don't know what you want you have food oh you're wet it's raining outside isn't it oh gross 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 cat well anyway i'm gonna just go ahead and end the fucking episode there uh again there is no music um let's see i am i am working on the guest thing uh i've, I've talked to some people who are down to uh chat with me uh i do have to figure out how i'm going to do that technologically um uh as far as like i don't know there's a couple of options as far as how i'm gonna do it there's a zoom option or there's a uh, you know or i'm gonna have to get more microphones and shit <laughs> so it'll probably be zoom. i haven't figured that out basically it's always the same thing just just start doing stuff be bad at it and then you know you'll figure it out and and just learn from there so the first couple episodes of that might be bad i don't know when it's gonna start it's it's in talks but uh we'll we'll see how it goes uh also i don't even know what i'm going to talk about with people because i don't care about their stupid lives so i gotta come up with, with other things um anyway so there's that i don't know fuck off hell satan blah blah blah